Thank you for joining us today and a big thank you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. Karen and I have been trialing their designs for a few months and we can happily recommend them. All designs are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Turmeric is a nutrient well known for its anti-inflammatory properties. Today we'll discuss how and why, as an endurance runner, you may wish to include turmeric in your food and supplement plan. Hello and welcome to She Runs, Eats, Performs, the podcast for female runners of all abilities. Please join Karen Campbell and Aileen Smith, nutritionists, friends and runners, who are here to help you translate sports nutritional science into easy to apply tips and plans, helping you enjoy peak running performance. And especially adding in the female factors every woman needs to know to be a healthy runner. The suggestions we make during this episode are for a guidance and advice only, and are not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you have any concerns regarding your health, please contact your healthcare professional for advice as soon as possible. If you'd like help from Karen and Ailey to design a personalized sports nutrition plan for your running, please contact them at Runners Health Hub. Welcome back everyone. I'm Karen and I'm here once again with Aileen and we're just back from our autumn business planning week which went really well. It was really lovely. So Aileen, how are you now that we're back in situ? Yeah, well I'm I'm missing our week away really, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm great Karen. It was lovely to have a week together and um you know as as people probably guess we you know Karen and I work remotely from one another so Karen's in London and I'm in Newcastle up in the northeast of England Um, but what we started doing a couple of times a year is having a meetup for business planning and this time we chose to go to a part of England that neither of us was familiar with so we went to um, the Malvern Hills which is just south of Worcester so uncharted territory but it was very pretty and a lovely place to be in the autumn so uh yeah refreshed and, and ready to go again great excellent and I have to say like you've just said Aileen it, it was lovely we were in a log cabin in the countryside so we got lots of time to sort of sit down and focus and plan as well as having a little bit of R&R as well and running in new hills and going walking and things like that so we're feeling really refreshed and ready to chat again. So let's move on and get started on today's topic, which is a focus on turmeric. So we'll begin with explaining why we've chosen to talk about turmeric today and why it's potentially supportive for a runner. Then we'll go on to look at what is turmeric and is there a difference between turmeric and curcumin and then look at an insight into using turmeric as a supplement to support endurance running. So Aileen it's over to you and um, I'm going to ask you why are we talking about turmeric today? Well you say turmeric and I say turmeric. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, anyway um, turmeric is something that I think is a really well-known nutrient and it's also very well researched so 
um, when I looked on on PubMed just in the last five years, there were 1,600 studies uh, that were related to using turmeric as a as a nutrient. And uh, I find that I get asked about turmeric all the time, uh, what it's good for. You know, just in in passing, you tell somebody you're nutritionist, and straight away they say, "Oh, is turmeric any good for you?" Um, and and I think that's because people have heard about it as a supplement or somebody that they know has used it. And they always want to know, is it okay to use? Um, So, you know, especially, you know, it's interesting for us to know how it might be helpful for runners. Uh, And really, predominantly, that's because of its anti-inflammatory actions. Um, And as we've mentioned before in, in many episodes, endurance running, especially following the long runs and the intense speed work that people do, um, that can influence an inflammatory state and oxidative stress. Um, and as we know, inflammation might be acute, so it could be related to an illness or an infection or an injury, or it may just be chronic inflammation, and that can lead to ongoing fatigue, poor recovery, sometimes slow healing, and it can also uh, contribute to the development of chronic health disorders or diseases. Um, So the key for for everyone is to manage inflammation and oxidative stress so that we're in a balanced state. So that's um, a sort of little overview about why we might want to consider turmeric as a a nutrient in our food plans. Yeah, absolutely. So lots of reasons really as a runner um, to introduce uh, turmeric into our plans. And, And I think it is important to remember that as endurance runners, if we're endurance runners, we are inducing inflammation and oxidative stress due to our activity. And this is a natural reaction. Um, but it's when it becomes chronic and it doesn't dissipate that it then becomes an issue. Um, so, what what can happen is, like I say, it's 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 a natu- natural biological process which needs to occur. However, we can offset any negative impact of this with our healthy everyday nutrition, as we're always speaking about, and rest, as well as um, recovery strategies as well. Yeah, nicely put, Karen. So let's um, summarise the key aspects of turmeric support that runners might be interested in. Um, so research is, um, research is mostly around the supplementation of turmeric and what it can support. Um, so there's a few areas. Um, the first being that um, it can help recovery after exercise and in particular prevention of DOMS. So that's the delayed onset muscle soreness. Um, It can also be used as as an alternative to over-the-counter pain relief medications. So, you know, particularly um, I'm thinking ibuprofen. Ibuprofen is um, an NSA, so it's it's something that is an anti-inflammatory agent. Now, we discussed this in uh, quite a lot of detail in another episode, which was episode 53, um, which was called Painkillers for Running. And, And we looked at why people use painkillers when they're runners and what some alternatives might be. And turmeric was one of the natural alternatives due to its anti-inflammatory properties. Um, Also, um, turmeric supplementation might help reduce joint pain. Um, Now, for some runners, when you're consistently road running uh, day in and day out, uh, that could lead to joint pain. So that might be a reason for, for using turmeric. Um, you can use it as an anti-inflammatory aid to help recover from injury. So that's probably when you're in that acute um, inflammation stage. 
Um, and it's also uh, known to support exercise-induced muscle damage, and that can occur following um, hill training, especially downhill exercise. And that's discussed um, in episode 72, which is eating for hill drills. Mm, so, so like I said earlier, there are lots of reasons why, as a runner, it would be important to consider including turmeric as part of a food and supplement plan. And that main reason being because of its anti-inflammatory support. You know, all those things you've spoken about, Aileen, it's all about supporting the reduction of inflammation. OK, so from there, let's now talk about what is turmeric. And is there a difference between turmeric and curcumin? So I'm going to hand back to you again, Aileen, to kind of um, explain the difference for us. Okay, so let's start with turmeric. So turmeric belongs to the same family as ginger. And in its fresh form, it's a root. uh, And it's got a tough brown skin and a bright orange flesh when you cut into it. And you can also buy it in a dried powdered form. So you might have seen that sort of bright yellowy orange um, spice uh, in a powdered form so the the turmeric is a a root from a plant called the curcuma longa Uh, and you might have seen the roots at greengrocers or in asian supermarkets you know certainly in recent years it's something that you'll find quite commonly on the on the shelves and you can use the roots for things like turmeric tea or maybe making a golden turmeric latte drink or you can use it as an ingredient to cook with now, the, the bright yellow spice that we're familiar with is, is produced from grinding the dried root of this curcuma longer plant. Um, and turmeric's been a, a, sta- a staple sti- uh, spice, that's a tongue twister, um, and it's used in Indian and Asian cuisine predominantly. And these cultures have, have used the, the spice traditionally for culinary reasons, um, it has religious significance and also for medicinal purposes. And Ayurvedic medicines use turmeric because it, it they believe it has healing powers. Um, so that's a little bit about turmeric. Now, the curcumin aspect is that the curcumin is an active substance uh, found in turmeric. So, in fact, curcumin accounts for 3% of the weight of turmeric and it is the key active ingredient in turmeric. So when we're looking at, um, you know, the potency of a turmeric um, supplement or how to use it in food, it's the curcumin aspect that we're considering. Excellent. So, so let's now from there, Aileen, that's a really good um, summary of what turmeric is and then where curcumin fits into that. Because some people, I think, maybe um, wonder if it's two separate um, spices, but it is just that the curcumin is the active substance within the turmeric. So let's think about turmeric as an ingredient in food. And as we mentioned earlier, you might use turmeric as an ingredient in drinks and food. Um, But I think really it's unlikely that you'd be able to consume enough in a meal to gain the therapeutic benefits of turmeric. Um, Although we do suggest that using lots of healthy foods together will help create a synergistic effect. So it is a really good idea to include it regularly in your food plan. And that would be along with other anti-inflammatory foods. Now, one of the major problems with ingesting curcumin by itself 
is its poor bioavailability, which is primarily due to the fact that it's um, poorly absorbed, there's rapid metabolism of it, and then rapid elimination. So consuming it alongside uh, what is known as bioavailability enhancers is recommended. So, and one of the big ones is um, um, black pepper. It's a really good way of um, enhancing um, the the um, uptake of curcumin. And so, and it's the pepperine within the black pepper that helps to make it become more bioavailable. Bioavailable. Gosh, I can't get my what my tongue round my words either today, Aileen. And um, it is thought that pepperine is associated with an increase of. 2,000% in the bioavailability of curcumin. So having black pepper alongside it is going to make a, a, an impressive difference in its absorption. Now, curcumin is also fat-soluble. So cooking it in some fat, say coconut oil or olive oil, would help with its absorption and by the body as well. So these are different ways of just trying to increase its absorption and its utilisation. So, Aileen, just thinking about turmeric as a food ingredient, how do you tend to use it? Um, well, there's lots of different ways you can um, add turmeric to food. And we, we talked about this as an, a food ingredient in the episode Autumn Food for Running, which was this time last year, I think, so episode 77. Um, so you might want to look back on that. But some of the ideas are um, using turmeric as an addition to smoothies. You can add to porridge. Um, obviously, it's great in curries, so people will know about using it in a curry. So one of, one of our favourites is sweet potato and lentil curry. Uh, I use it in soup. Um, cauliflower and turmeric soup is another favourite of mine. Uh, you can add it to dips. Um, I discovered adding it to scrambled eggs was a lovely thing too. Um, or you could do it with a scrambled tofu. Um, you might want to spice up a hummus, add it to roasted vegetables. You know, the list goes on. Um, we mentioned turmeric tea earlier. So you can make that in a similar way to you would make a ginger tea. So chop up the, the root and um, infuse it in some hot water. Um and uh, we, we we mentioned a couple of drinks earlier. So a turmeric latte, that's quite a trendy thing. You, you'll see that in, um, in you know, coffee shops as, a, as an alternative. Um, so, yeah, lots of uh, lots of different ideas. Now, I know, Karen, that is it a turmeric latte that you like? Or I know you, you sometimes put it in smoothies as well. Yes, absolutely. But there is sort of a, a like a, a latte, warming latte that I have as well. And I have to say, what's wonderful about um, turmeric as well as its its healing properties and its warming effects, it just makes everything such a beautiful, vibrant colour. So that's another reason I like it. And the turmeric latte that, that I make is just so easy. All you need is 300 millilitres of almond milk and blend that with quarter of a teaspoon of of powdered turmeric. You could also grate fresh turmeric into that if you wanted to add some ground um, ginger and cinnamon as well with a little bit of vanilla extract, a pinch of black pepper, of course, for the bioavailability, and then whiz it all together and then um, drink that 
cold or you could warm it gently don't overheat it but just warm it gently and have it as a warm drink so uh yeah so one latte that's pretty versatile really yeah and I, I guess you might get a little bit of fat from the almond milk but you could also yeah. add you know a teaspoon of coconut oil in there as well if you wanted to get a little bit of extra fat so that sounds that sounds a really lovely warming drink um, especially going into the autumn days that we're in now um, it might be worth people having a little try of that and see if they like yeah. it absolutely and let us know what you think I have to say it is one of my favorites so um, so hopefully you'll enjoy some of of these foodie ideas that we've given you because Aileen's giving you lots of ways of of using turmeric so in the next part of the episode what we'll do is we'll talk about using turmeric as a supplement but before we do that Aileen shall we just pause for a quick advert break Yeah, sure. So this is a moment in the episode where we take a minute to talk to you about what we do outside of the episode. Um, And one of the things that we do is um, we update uh, one of our pages on the website to help you find our recommendations for our favourite brands, because we're always talking about them uh, during the podcast. And we like to give you a one place to go and find them. Um, So if you visit our website um, and look at the shop section, uh, you'll find all our different brands listed there. But today, I thought it would be a really good idea to share with you one of our favourite brands, uh, which is your Zuki, and especially because they have a turmeric supplement. Now, Karen and I both regularly use uh, Zuki turmeric, and I'm a really big fan, and I've I've found it so helpful uh, to me um, with various different uh, things that I do with it. Uh, But let's let's just explain what we what we like about it. So. the Zuki supplements come in little sachets and for turmeric, one sachet contains 750 milligrams of curcumin, which is the active part of the turmeric that we were talking about. So that is a really potent therapeutic dose in one sachet. Now, the reason I like having it in the sachet is because of that high dose, because I've found in the past when you buy turmeric in capsule or tablet form, you often need to take several capsules per day to reach that amount. And, you know, when you're busy, you maybe don't have time to count out the capsules and swallow them all. And the sachet just is is, is very convenient. The other thing with, with all of the Zuki products is the nutrients are wrapped in a lipo shield, which forms a protective barrier around the curcumin. And that helps deliver the nutrient through your digestive system so that you get maximum benefit from the supplement. So it, it just makes it more digestible and easier for this bioavailability. So you're not losing some of it as it goes through the digestive system. As I said earlier, it's really tasty and convenient. I tend to have mine straight from the sachet, uh, but some of my clients add it to water. So they have it in their water bottle and sip it through the day. Or they might add it as an ingredient to smoothies or yogurt or on top of fruit. So it's really easy to use and there's lots of different ways you can use it. And the other thing that I love about them is they're easy to pack when you're traveling. Um, So either, you know, to have in your bag when you're out and about, or if you're going away for the weekend or on a business trip uh, or a holiday, you've got them there for you. So I, I feel that one sachet per day is a great foundational supplement, especially 
you know, as an endurance runner, you want to make sure that you've got some good foundations in place. Uh, but I do sometimes increase the number of sachets, um, especially if I'm recovering from an injury or an illness. Um, but what I would say to you is do take professional advice if you're considering this. Um, now, if you'd like to give your Zuki a try, um, they're very kindly uh offered you a special discount code which is on our website but I'll read it out here for you it's runners health hub 20 and when you uh, use that uh, discount code at the checkout the code will provide you and by all means share it with friends and family you'll get a 20% discount off the entire Zuki range and that includes bundles and subscriptions so either as a one-off purchase or bundles and subscriptions you get 20% off with Runners Health Hub 20. And um, that makes it a lot more affordable. Um, so I, I know I always, when, I, when I'm shopping, I think, well, that's a really good bargain I'm getting because I'm getting 20% off. So it's definitely worthwhile trying. Um, so if you want to find out more about your Zuki, uh, visit our website, runnershealthhub.com, uh, check the shop, and you'll find our favorite supplement brands and uh, Zuki is at the top of the page. Um, or, you know, you can go straight to um, yourzuki.com. But just remember to use our special discount code RunnersHealthHub20. Great. Thank you very much, Hayley. And I have to say, you've touched on some really important elements regarding choosing a, a turmeric supplement, such as what form it's delivered in, and also the amount of the active ingredient that is in the supplement. And the other thing that I would just add there about your Zuki that I like about them is that, you know, you were saying that um, the, the turmeric and their other products come in these little sachets, and they recycle the sachets. So you get a little bag to put all your sachets in. And once that's full, you just... Um, close it and send it off and they recycle them so that's um, another aspect of their ethics that I really like so um, and good quality turmeric supplements typically contain a high concentration of curcumin but also other um, curcuminoids as well now making the amount of nutrient value much higher than you'd get in a standard serving of say ground turmeric used in, in food so like we were saying earlier it's, it's quite difficult to get the therapeutic amounts from the raw um, turmeric, hence why the, the supplements um, are, are recommended for certain people um, at certain times. And up to 95% of turmeric and curcumin extract it can be found in a supplement form versus 3% in food form. So that just shows the, 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 the vast difference. So let's now look at some evidence for um, using turmeric supplements to support endurance runners specifically. And as we mentioned earlier, there are thousands of studies out there. So what we're going to do is sort of pull that in um, quite a bit and highlight two particular studies. So Aileen, would you maybe start? Yeah, sure. So the, the study that I thought we'd um, just highlight today is a study that was published in 2021. And that study looked at the effects of curcumin supplement on muscle damage, oxidative stress and inflammatory markers. And it was based on healthy females with moderate physical activity. Um, so they defined moderate physical activity as um, walking or swimming for at least one hour per day for eight weeks. So 
not quite endurance running, but I still think it was an appropriate sort of population for us to consider. So it was a small study. Um, there were 65 participants and they were um, assigned to two groups. Um, so there was a curcumin group and a placebo group. So the curcumin group took 500 milligrams per day. And the placebo group took 500 milligrams of cornstarch. So when people are doing a placebo test, they don't know that they're taking the placebo. They just believe, everybody believes they're taking the same thing. And then uh, the participants are evaluated. Uh, and in this study, they were evalu evaluated before and after uh, the eight-week period. So what um, the results of the study uh, told us was that um, eight weeks of curcumin at that level could significantly improve a number of important markers which were related to the things that they were studying. So the, the markers that were improved were, uh, the first one was CRP. Now, this is a marker of inflammation. Uh, there was uh, another marker called LDH, which is a marker of tissue damage. Um, and a marker of oxidative stress that improved was, was one called MDA. And then also uh, VO2 max um, was improved. Now, VO2 max is something probably as a runner you might be aware of. So that's about the maximum amount of oxygen that the body can utilize during exercise. So if you improve your VO2 max, that means you're going to be using more oxygen and you're more likely to be able to run faster. So what they did uh, note at the end of the study was that the supplementation of curcumin didn't elicit significant changes in body composition in this study. So it was all to do with improving in inflammation markers, improving uh, markers of tissue damage and um, oxidative stress and obviously the VO2 max. So I, I just thought that was interesting. Um, it was, uh, you know, population of women regularly exercising and taking a moderate amount of curcumin. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite a variety of different um, improvements, isn't it, in different areas of, um, of of health of a runner, sort of thinking about the tissue damage, the inflammation, but also the VO2 max as well. That's a, that's a surprising one in a way. And I, and I was just thinking, you know, if the results are showing this for moderate exercise, I suppose we could assume that similar results could be achieved for people who exercise um, at a more intense level. So, um, but I, I'm sure in time, they will do the studies on that as well. Now, another study that we looked at was one um, titled Modulation of um, Exercise-Induced Muscle Damage, Inflammation and Oxidative Markers by Curcumin Supplementation in a Physically Active Population. Now, this was a, a, a review paper rather than a, a, an actual study paper. So they were, they examined and reviewed 11 different studies. And from those 11 studies, their conclusions were that curcumin reduces the subjective perception of the intensity of muscle pain by any individual, that curcumin is able to decrease muscle damage through the reduction of muscle um, creatine kinase activity. So that's a 
uh, an enzyme, um, which is a, a marker of muscle damage, and um, and to help, and therefore increases um, um, muscle performance. And then supplementation with curcumin exerts a post-exercise anti-inflammatory effect by modulating the certain pro-inflammatory cytokines, and the ones they've got written down are TNF alpha interleukin-6 and interleukin-8. So these are all um, um, compounds, really, or markers of inflammation. And curcumin um, may also have some anti or a slight antioxidant effect as well. Now, the minimum optimal dose that they they um, they deciphered from these 11 studies um, to achieve a positive impact could be recommended. And the doses were between a minimum of 150 milligrams per day up to 1,500 milligrams per day when administered before and immediately after exercise and also for 72 hours after exercise. So it's about continuing to take the supplements for a period of time. And oral curcumin supplementation um, has been shown to be effective pre and or post physical activity. So so based again on this review, it, it does appear that curcumin supplementation might be really beneficial and a beneficial nutrient for endurance runners as part of the recovery strategy. So there has to be other aspects of recovery in there as well, but it could be part of that strategy. So Aileen, thinking about that, there's lots of positives there to, um, to supplementation um, of curcumin. Are there any risks involved with taking either turmeric or curcumin supplements that you think is worth noting? Yeah, yeah, there are a few things worth noting. And um, this is when, you know, when people ask you when you're out and about, should I take turmeric? You can't really give them a straight answer because what you need to know is um, are they taking any medications? And it's always a good idea to talk to your doctor or nutritional therapist before you add turmeric to make sure it doesn't interact with your medications. Um, so there are a few things um, that need to be considered. So turmeric is considered to be a uterine um, stimulant, so it should be avoided during pregnancy. Um, also, um, it may thin blood. So if you are taking any blood thinning medication or if you're planning to undergo a surgical procedure, uh, you shouldn't take turmeric. Um, now, this isn't always reported, but it, it's an important one to know is that turmeric may also interact with some antidepressant medication. Um, so it's always, a, again, a good idea before you decide to take it to ask your doctor, ask your pharmacist or, or nutritional therapist for advice. Um, and also, for some people, turmeric may cause a stomach upset. Um, so it, it's really important that, again, it's sort of common sense and advice that we always make to everybody is don't do anything different before race day. So if the week before a race you think, oh, I'm suddenly going to start taking turmeric, don't, you know, <laughs> do something, plan it, practice it. Um, because if you are somebody that experiences digestive upset, um, you you might want to uh, think about either cutting it, cutting out uh, it before a race or reducing the dosage. 
Um, and as we always say, don't try anything new on race day. Um, so those are the, the key things I would say. And it, I mean, turmeric, I'm a huge fan of it and I'm a huge fan of Zuki. And I, I'm always like when I've got a new client and I can see the benefits of it, I'm always slightly upset when, they, when they've got one of these medications because I can't use it. Um, yeah. But it is really important to be sensible and, and find, you know, if, if you if you fit into one of those categories, there are other nutrients that we can use uh, to help you get the anti-inflammatory results that, that you're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Aileen, thanks. There's, there's some really sound advice in there. And I think that also just highlights the importance of working with a professional and not just going out there and starting to take supplements because they're being advertised as, as being supportive. You know, it is very, very individual. So thank you very much for that. And I think really that kind of wraps up this episode for today, Aileen. But um, just before we, we go, would you just highlight your key takeaways? Yeah, sure. So um, the main key takeaways are to remember that the key active ingredient in uh, turmeric is curcumin. So uh, check the labels when you're buying your supplements and make sure that it's uh, it's high. Um, Bioavailability of curcumin can be enhanced with the addition of pepperine and fat uh, when you're cooking it uh, to aid absorption. Uh, you might, as a runner, consider using turmeric as anti-inflammatory for support for things like exercise-induced muscle damage, so perhaps after hill drills or as a natural alternative to painkillers. Remember that a minimum optimal dose to achieve a positive impact would be uh, recommended doses of between 150 and, five, and 1,500 milligrams per day. Um, as we've just mentioned, if you are taking medication, uh, please check with your medical practitioner or your pharmacist or nutritional therapist before you start taking turmeric supplements. Um, and with with uh, just an, another thing that we've not discussed, but I'll just mention, give things time to work. Um, you know, I've found when I've used turmeric in the past, you know, you start getting results within a couple of weeks, but just uh, be consistent. And, uh, and sometimes I've found when I'm feeling better and I stop taking them after a few weeks, I get the niggles back again. So it's a reminder that consistency will really help. And um, if you'd like to give your Zuki turmeric uh, a, a try, um, remember to use our special discount code, which is Runners Health Hub 20. Great. Thanks very much, Aileen, for all these great, fantastic insights into using turmeric and curcumin as food and supplements for anti-inflammatory support for your running and outside of running as well. And remember, everyone, don't let nutrition be the limiting factor in your running performance. Well, this brings us to the end of another episode of She Runs, Eats, Performs, brought to you by Runners Health Hub, helping female runners to be fitter, faster and stronger. We really hope you've enjoyed listening and you'll join us again soon. In the meantime, we'd be so grateful if you check us out on iTunes and leave a review. And once again, thanks for listening and do let us know if there are any topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Bye for now.
We'd like to introduce you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear for Women's Changing Bodies, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. We think they have everything a female runner needs. First of all, they are high compression to support your legs and bum. They have a deep waistband so they stay up and they don't move about when you run. There's a handy left pocket for your phone and a zip pocket on the waistband which is great for your cards or a key. They also have a hidden tracker pocket for storing a GPS tracking device and this is a unique safety feature. All Amazing Jane designs, including tanks and tops, are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. Karen and I have been trialling wearing their range for a few months and we can happily recommend them. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners' special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Thanks again to Amazing Jane Activewear for being our show sponsor and for sharing discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases.